Good morning, everybody. Shabbos Daf Kuf Mem Dal Kuchazari Sonaf Kuf Mem Gimel the Mishnah Kuf Mem Gimel Merav Ber Machlekes between Beis Shai and Beis Sel whether it's permissible to move to remove the klipas and the gates and to remove the shells and the bones directly off the table or you have to shake the tablecloth and get them off that way. We saw that in the Mishnah was Beis Shama who was more Mekel and Beis Sel was more Machmer and the Gemara came along and Nachman came along and said that we have to flip it around that Beis Shama was one who was more Machmer and Beis Sel was one who was more Mekel and said you could directly remove them off the table and we saw the Gemara in the bottom wrote down different Hagas of different Tanaim and Aram how they would get rid of the dates some of them would throw them off the table, they would spit them behind the table. That was a different hugus we saw in the Gemara. Then we started the 22nd Parak, Parak Chavis, where the Gemara started teaching us about the Alachas of Sechita. We saw that we had a Machlekes between Rabbi Huda and the Chachamim. The Gemara finally narrowed it down to the Machlekes was in the case of Tusim Rimayin. And we broke it down. There's three different categories of fruit. There's a type of fruit which is mostly used for the juice. It's mostly juice, and therefore everybody agrees that there's an issue of Sechita on Shabbos. And if a liquid comes out, you know how to use a liquid on Shabbos. So Rabbi Huda agrees to the Chacham in the case of Anavim Vezesim, because that's normal. For it to be juiced. Then we have the, the extreme case of fruits which are no witty juices, them, or most people do not juice them, and they're even the Chacham agree that that's permissible. We saw the Machlekes was in the middle category of Tusim Rimainim, the case of berries and pomegranates, where in that case, Machlekes, you know, who is a mutter, if the liquid comes out, is a mutter on Shabbos, these are not. So today, by the we're going to pick up with the Gemara on the bottom of the base, where the Gemara is going to discuss the Shita of Yehuda in the case of Stam. Let's say a person didn't have any specific Havan, if he intends to use them for the, to, for the food or for the liquid, what is Allah over there? The Gemara is going to talk about different cases of schita when it's permitted, when it's not permitted. So let's see the Helgi Gemara on the bottom of Kufkam Gilan Beis. We are about 10 lines up from the bottom to Savar Rehuda. So the Gemara before it said, that Rabbi Huda held that in a case where a person specifically has these has these berries or pomegranates for the juice, then Allah is its utter. But not just if he specifically has it for the juice, but even in a case where he's stam, he does not have any specific kavana, is prohibited. Only in a case where he specifically has them for chil, is it going to be mutter. So the Gemara is going to ask now, is it true that Rabbi Huda holds in a case of stam, where a person doesn't have any specific kavana, that we assume that it has the status of a liquid and is prohibited? Asks the Gemara of Rabbi Huda stam. Also, does Rabbi Huda really hold that if a person does not have any specific kavana, what he intends to use these fruit for, that the liquid is prohibited on Shabbos, but tonight, we learned in the Mishnah, Chalav Yisha Metam of the Ratz in Alacha is that in order for a food to be Mekabal Tumah, as Rashi explains, that Metam of Yer means to be Machshir. In order for a food to be Mekabal Tumah, Alacha is it has to get wet from one of the Zion Mashkin. So the Mishnah of Yer says, the Chalav Yisha, the milk of a woman, is Metame is Machshir, a food to be Mekabal Tumah, the Ratz in Ushla the Ratz. Whether the person specifically wants the liquid or does not specifically want the liquid there, the Alacha is, it's Metame. But Chalav Behemah is Metame of the Ratz. It says in the Mishnah, the Chalav Behemah, the milk of an animal, is only Metame, Leir Ratz. However, if it comes out Shalal the Ratz, and the person does not want the liquid there, the Alacha is, it's not Metame, because in general, we assume that only if the liquid comes out intentionally, if, you, if a person specifically wants the liquid, then it's, it's going to be Machshul Kavotom. Amr Abakiva, so Abakiva responds to the Chum, Kavachemer, it should be a Kavachemer. Umachal of Isha Shainan and Yuchadel, the Katan and Metam, the Ratzin, Ushla, the Ratzin, says Abakiva to the Chum, Madach, the milk of a woman, which in general only Katanim eat it, only babies drink the milk. Halach is it's Matam, even if you don't want the milk out. Chal of Abahemah, Shemuchabel, and Tanabel, and Tanabel, and the Ratzin, and the Ratzin. So Kosher can Chal of Abahemah, it should be considered more of a liquid, because Chal of Abahemah, the milk of an animal, Sai, young people eat it, drink it, Sai, older people drink it. So, the Khur should have, it should, culture can have the status of a liquid, and she would tama, even Shlai the Ratzin. So, Amrulai the Chum said back to Mkivam, Im Tame Chalav Isha Shlai the Ratzin, Shadam Agafasa Tame, Yitame Chalav of Hema Shlai the Ratzin, Shadam Agafasa Tar. Say the Chum back to Mkivam, no, because maybe there's a special Chumra in regards to an Isha, because an Isha of the Dam Agafasa, which is the Dam, the blood of a wound, which comes out of a woman. The halacha is that it's machshel kavotoma. However, the blood which comes out of an animal, of the wound of an animal, the halacha is it's not machshel kavotoma. 
So you can't compare the case of a woman to the case of an animal. And Rashi already speaks out that the Gemara is specifically asking from Dam because we assume that that the blood turns into milk. And therefore, so if there's a Chumrah in regards to human milk, that's maybe because the Dam is Matame. However, in regards to an animal, which the Dam is not Matame, so it could be that the Chal is not going to, going to be Matame. Again, this Matias of Nisakra, Dam, and Asachal, but Hashem will see more about this in the Sechus Ksubitz, the Sechus Nida, exactly the Matias we'll have to talk about when we get there. But that's what, that's what Rashi explains our Gemara. The Gemara is specifically asking that just because the milk of a woman's matami shall ratzin, that could be because the dam is also matami. However, in regards to the dam of a animal which is not matami, so maybe the chal is also not matami shall ratzin. So I'm relaying. So Rabbi Kiva says back to the chum. No, machmer any bechal mi bedam. Says Rabbi Kiva. No, I'm more machmer in regards to the milk than dam. Shachaylev the rufu atami because if a halacha is if a person milks a cow for rufu that he takes the milk out because he, for rufu the halacha is that it's machshel kavatoma. However, I make is the rufu tar if he takes out the blood because that causes dam on an animal that dam is not machshel. So you see that Chalav milk has more of a Chumrah because Chalav is Metame if a person takes out of four, Mashiach can buy Dam. So the Chum said back to him, Say the Chum back to Rekiva. No, we'll show you there's a clear differentiation between if the person wants the liquid and the person does not want the liquid. Because Allah is a person has olives and grapes in a basket, the liquid that he wants to come out, Allah is that's Machshel Kavatoma. However, Shalai the Ratzin, Allah is that if it's Shalai the Ratzin to hire, Allah is if the person does not want the liquid to come out, Allah is that it's Tar. Allah is it's not Machshel Kavatoma. So say the Chum to Rekiva, you can't bring a riot just because the Cholab of an animal is Metamei Leratzin when the person Wants the milk, you can't bring a rye that's going through a time, even Shalai Ratzin. But now we're now we're going to talk about why we brought this entire price. So it says Gemara, my love, this mission, I'm sorry, my love, Leratza and Denichalai, and Shalai Ratzin Bistama. Says the Gemara, let's go back to the Lushan of the mission over here. The mission said that. Only in a case where Liratzain, if the person wants the liquid, that's going to be a case where it's going to be Mashal Kabatoma. However, Shalayratzin, and the Gemara is assuming Shalayratzin means stomach, that even if the person does not have any specific Kavana, then it is not going to be Kabatoma, it's going to be tar. So says the Gemara. Olives and grapes, which in general people use the juice, their general type of fruit, which are juiced. In that case, we're saying that if a person is not any specific kavana, the lachas, it's not machshulah kabatoma, does not have the status of a liquid. So tusim remainim, tusim remainim, which are in that middle category, the berries and the, and the pomegranates, which are in the middle category, the that most people don't squeeze them like kolshikain. So kolshikain, if it's just down, if a person is not any specific kavana, it should not have the status of a liquid. So ask the Gemara in the sheet of Rabbi Huda, why did we say before that Rabbi Huda holds in a case? of a stomach person does not have any specific kavana if he's going to have the liquid or as a food Allah is going to be prohibited but Lachar we see clearly over here that a person does not have any specific kavana then in case of stomach does not have the status of a liquid and says the Gemara no like Leratzen Bistama Shalai Ratzen the guy I died Dama Lai Nichali says Gemara no you got your ter- you t- we translate the terms improperly Leratzen me when we said before that it's Leratzen it meant even Bistama that when the, bre- the Mishnah said that a person wants it it means even if he doesn't have any specific kavana when we said Shalai Ratzen it means the Gali Adai Dama Lai Nichali when we said in the Mishnah that it was Shalai the Ratzen that he did not want it that was a case where he specifically he said that he does not want the liquid to come out so that's the first shot to answer up this Kash of Ibai Simor says the Gemara we have another Mahat to explain this Mishnah Shani Sali Zaysi no, that case where you have the olives and the grapes in a basket, so there, since they're in a basket and the liquid that comes out, you're going to lose it. So therefore, over in a case of stam where a person doesn't have any specific kavana, he just gives up on the on that liquid because he doesn't care about it because he's going to lose it anyway. However, in a general case where the person doesn't have any specific kavana, there we could say that since he's not losing liquid, the liquid's going to get caught somewhere. Therefore, in a case of stam, it would be whatever the status of liquid, and therefore, Rabbi Yudah held that it was going to be prohibited to use that liquid on Shabbos.
Says the Helgi Gemara writer, Ashri Chana Ruda, the Moidler Abanim, Zaysa Manavim. Says the Gemara, we, we brought a Bryce before, which said that Ruda agrees to the Chacham in the case of Zaysa Manavim, in the case of olives and grapes, that's going to prohibit it to use that liquid on Shabbat because those are the type of fruit which everybody uses to juice them. So, but that says Gemara Abanim, Moidler Ruda, Bishar Paris, we know. And how do we know? We said before us so that the Abanim agreed to Abihuda, in the case of Shire Paris, in the case of other fruit, that's going to permit it to use that liquid on Shabbat. Says Gemara, what's the source for that? Halacha. So says the Helgi Gemara, the Sanya, we learned in a Bryce, Seichten, Vapagan, Rishon, Uzradin, Abelaybri, Minim. Says the Helgi Bryce, the Halacha is that you're allowed to squeeze these plums and these quinces and these types of sour apples. These are not, these are the type of fruit which are in general are not used for the liquid. But says the Bryce, Abelaybri, Minim, Halacha is not to squeeze the Reminim on Shabbos. Vishal Beis, Menashe, Barmanach, Mayasech, Reminim. Because says the Bryce, because these Beis, Menashe, is a certain family, they used to squeeze the pomegranates on Shabbos. See, I'm sorry, during the week. So you see that these are the type of fruit that people. Will squeeze and therefore it's prohibited to squeeze them on Shabbos. Now ask the Gemara, how do you know that this Brisa, which said it's permitted to squeeze these other types of fruit, the type of fruit that in general are not used for their juice, how do you know that this is the Sheet of the Rabbanon, Dilma Rabbi Maybe this is the Sheet of Yehuda. So we have no Raya that the Rabbanon agreed to Rabbi Yehuda in the case of the rest of the fruit that's permitted to use their liquid on Shabbos. Maybe this Brisa is the Sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Gemara, says Gemara, even if you'll tell me this is Rabbi Yehuda, when do we hear that Rabbi Yehuda holds it's permissible to use a liquid? That's when the liquid came out by itself on Shabbos. Did we ever hear that Rehuda holds it's permitted to actually squeeze fruit on Shabbos? Meaning the entire machlekes we had before was whether a person's allowed to use the liquid which comes out on Shabbos by itself. But do we ever hear that a person's allowed to squeeze fruit on Shabbos on Shabbos? So says Gemara, what are you going to have to say? Since these are the type of fruit which in general are not used for liquid at all, nobody uses them the liquid. So then even the chatzchila allowed to squeeze them on Shabbos because this is not of a din of a schita. This is not of a din of a person squeezing a liquid from a salad. So says Gemara, I feel the more abundance. Then you can tell me that this is even. Even the chatzila, it would be permissible. I mean, the Gemara is assuming that we only found that the Rabbanon disagreed with the in the case of the liquid which came out. That we saw as machlekes between the Rabbanon and the We never found that the Rabbanon disagreed with the Yudah in regards to what you're allowed to the chatzila squeeze on Shabbos. So it says the Gemara, if a bris which has beferish, they're allowed to squeeze these fruit on Shabbos. So we can assume that's also the sheet of Rabbanon. So it says the Gemara, Shmaim and Rabbanon, Shmaim and Shmaim. We see from this bris that it could be also the sheet of Chachamim, and we see that Chachamim agreed with Yudah in the case of the other type of fruit that's permitted to use our liquid on Shabbos. Says the Gemara Baiter, Shabbos Menashe Bar Menachem Yisrech to remind him Amr Ibn that they used to they used to so they used to squeeze the pomegranates for their juice and therefore it's prohibited to squeeze or to use the liquid of pomegranates on Shabbos. Why are you quoting Allah in the name of this person? This person was just a person who used to squeeze his pomegranates. So and says Maybe you meant to tell me that Allah is like the Tana who brought down that it's also to squeeze the pomegranates on Shabbos because the the, the certain person used to squeeze the pomegranate, pomegranates during the week. Ask the Gemara, Menashe by Menachem, have a Ruba Alma. Ask the Gemara, Menashe Menachem is the majority of the world. I mean, just because you found one person who squeezes them, does that make it normal? Does that make it going, does that make it, that's going to be prohibited to squeeze them, to use our liquid on Shabbos? So ask the Gemara, just because Menashe Menachem did it, does that make it prohibited? And says the Gemara, and yes, I could find you this concept that when a majority of people do it, just because some people do it, Allah is, that is still going to be prohibited. It's going to be machshiv something, and therefore the Sotu over here, because Menashe Menachem used to do it, therefore it's going to prohibit here as well. This time we learned in the Mishnah, if a person's Mekayim, a person lets the thorns grow in his vineyard, of Lezer Emer Kiddush, or Lezer holds that it's an issue of climb, it's Kiddush, Allah is that it's Asr Banal, you have an issue of climb. It's not prohibited because of climb, because it's not normal for a person to Mekayim the thorns in his vineyard, and therefore the Allah is that 
the client, the camera only applies when it's something which, in general, people are mekayim in their field. People grow them in their field, in their vineyards. Our mechanin, Rebbechina said, "My time of Lazarus." So taka, what's the time of Lazarus? A person is going to be chayiv. She came by Aravia mekayim in kutzisadus to gamlein because in a certain place in Aravia they used to mekayim these thorns in the field for their camels. So says the Gemara, you see that because in a specific place they used to do it, so therefore Lazarus held your chayiv. So says the Gemara, so to be we'll say because Menashe Menachem used to do it, therefore it makes a chashiv, and therefore it's also to. Use that liquid on Shabbos. Now, ask the Gemara, Midi-area, could you compare the two cases? Da'aravia, Hatzra. Aravia is a place, it's a city. So, therefore, it's considered a chashiv. So, because the, the certain place did it, therefore, it's considered a chashiv, and therefore, a person is mekayim, it's chayiv. Hach, abat, lai, it's galadim. Ask the word. Menashe, Menachem was one person. So, just because Menashe, Menachem used to do it, therefore, it's prohibited? No, we say the concept of abat, lai, it's galadim. It's not normal. And therefore, just because one person did it, should not make it chashiv, you should not be chayiv. This concept of abat, lai, it's galadim, and whether if one city does it or one person does it, it's very, again, Tyson of Sadi Bezan brought this down because the Gemara there said that just because the Anshay Hutzel used to carry things on their head, it doesn't mean that you're going to be chayv, just because they only, that was only one specific place. So Taisa already discusses, I, we see over here that just because one specific place does, it is considered chashiv, this place in Aravia. So Taisa discusses exactly how we reconcile this issue over here, the Rishayim also, the Ritva, other Rishayim deal with this issue, the deal with this challenge, definitely something interesting to think about when we say the concept about the light, it's called them, how many people does it need to be in order for us to say that it's considered chashiv. So it says, Elohim Marvaiter, Elohim Tama, says, Gmarno, this is the Pshat Kudrav Chizda. The Pshat is like Rav Chizda said, if you have beets and you, squ- you squeeze the beets and you got some beet juice and, all, and you put them in a mikvah, place them in a mikvah machine. The Allah is that a passable is a mikvah. If it changes the color of the mikvah, if it now turns the color red, it's not white and it's not the clear color of the water. The Allah is that the mikvah is possible. Ask the Gemara, ask the Gemara, but it's not normal to squeeze beets. So ask the Gemara, why is it possible in the mikvah? What are you going to say? Since the person was machshvit, since he actually squeezed it, therefore he was machshvit. So to be here, once we see that Benash Menachem squeezed the pomegranates for the juice, so therefore we see this concept that it could be that it could have chashivas, the liquid of the pomegranates could have chashivas, and therefore it's going to prohibit it to have the liquid on Shabbos. I'll tell you, use the pomegranate juice on Shabbos if it came out on Shabbos. Republic said, no, the reason why over here, when you have the beet juice in the mikvah, the reason why it passes the mikvah is not because your person was machshivit, rather, says Papa, because it is something. Something which you would not be able to make a mikvah chatrila with it. Papa said, no, anything which we would not be able to make a mikvah out of, anything which you would not be able to be machshir a mikvah with, like beaches, for example, is going to pass on the mikvah machine And it's nothing to do with the fact that a person was machshir it. Says the Gemara, once you brought this concept of what passes on the mikvah, now the Gemara is going to bring another mission which talks about it. We learned the mission of the mikvah. If you have wine or vinegar or this type of liquid which comes out of the olive, and it changed the color of the mikvah, possible. Who's the town who holds it? This mukha, which is this liquid, which comes out of the olive. It's not the oil, but it's this other type of liquid which comes out, this clear liquid. So, who holds that? That's considered a mashka, the possible mikvah. So why do we say that this liquid which comes out right away is tar? Why is that liquid which comes right right away from the olive? Why is that tar? Because a person doesn't want to be mekayim, he doesn't want that liquid, and therefore it is not going to not going to pass on liquid. Shimon Shimon says this this liquid does not have the status of this does not have the status of a mashkan. It's not possible mikvah. So why do we say that the liquid the liquid which comes out why the olive press that's how the chef should because in that case it's impossible not to have some oil mixed in and that's why it has the status of a liquid and it's going to pass the mikvah now asks the Hilgi Gemara my benai what's not coming between Rakhman and Rishimon if you're telling me now that 
Rabbi Yaakov agrees that the liquid which comes out originally is tar, so that means it does not have the status of a liquid. And Rabbi Shimon agrees in the case of the liquid which comes out by the olive press that does have the status of a liquid. So then, in which case do they disagree? And to the Gemara, so the case the nafkamin is the liquid which comes out after you put the olives out for a few days, and now it's drying in the sun, and some of the liquid comes out. So according to Rabbi Shimon, it's not going to have the status of liquid. According to Rabbi Yaakov, since it's close to becoming oil, therefore Rabbi Yaakov holds that it has the status of a liquid, and it's going to pass all the mikvah. Says the Gemara, Rava, Rava has another pshat. This mission, Rava, and Rava says. Rabbi said, like we said before, the same idea from Rabbi Papa, that anything which you cannot make a mikvah out of, lechatchila, talach is that if you pour that liquid into the mikvah and it changes the color of the mikvah, talach is that the mikvah is possible. Says the Gemara Now we're going to see some extremely fundamental halachas in regards to Srita, which is very, and again, practically, halach lemaisa, amar, rev yehuda, amar, shmul, seichel, adam, eshkol, shalom, adam, seichel, kadir, the halachas of course is allowed to squeeze out grapes into a pot which has food inside of it, but not inside of a bowl if there's no no food inside of the bowl. And Amr of Chizda, Medir Rabbeinu Lomat, says to Chizda, from the words of Rabbeinu, I, I, we learn, the Lachah is a person allowed to squeeze from a goat, a person allowed to squeeze the milk out of, a, out of a goat into a pot which has food inside. Avalei Lachah, but not inside of a bowl. Says Gemara, Alam, Kasavar, Mashka, Bala, Eichel, Eichel, says the Gemara, the Yisraelador is, that anytime you squeeze a liquid out and you're, it's going directly onto food, the Lachah is as a status of a food, so we don't look at it as, it has a status of a liquid, so so we don't look at it as if a person is doing as if a person is doing squeezing. The whole Issue of the issue of mefarik, the told of dash, is only when a person squeezes out a liquid from a solid. However, if you just separate two solids from each other, it's not an issue of schita. So says the Gemara. We see clearly from here is that a person who squeezes out a liquid and it goes directly onto the food has the status of food, and therefore we look at it as if you squeezed food from food, which is not aser. That's not an issue of schita, and therefore it is permitted on Shabbos. It's very nagelach lemaisa squeezing olives, squeezing lemons on top of your salad. Very practical. Very nagelach lemaisa. A person wants to make lemonade on Shabbos. As a suggestion, you should squeeze the lemon juice onto the lemon onto the sugar, and then put the sugar into into the to create le- the lemonade. Definitely nigea Practically, we have to go through the alachas of schito to figure out exactly when this is nigea Because a lot of things between the shachanarach and the ramal, the different fruits that they used to use in the ta- in the times of the shachanarach and the ramal, in times of the gemara, what they used to use for juice and what they did not use for juice was definitely different th- from what we use today. So definitely does change some of the alachas, but definitely practical halacha lemaisa. Quick as we saw today, the gemara eleven brought down that this. Rebuta holds that Stam, we saw before that Stam has the status of a liquid, a person's not specific Havana has the status of a liquid. The Gemara asked, I would see that in general Stam does not have the status of a liquid. So first the Gemara answered, no, it does have the status of a liquid. And the Gemara's second tariff was, and in that case, the case of Zaysim Hanavim, when a person has the olives and the grapes in a basket, so there in a the case of Stam, it does not have the status of a liquid because since there he's losing the liquid, since it's in a basket and it's going to get lost, it has holes on the bottom, therefore he does not have any Kavana to have the liquid, and therefore in a the case of Stam, it's not going to have the status of a liquid. And we saw the Gemara wrote down that the case where there are a bunch of by parrots, that's going to be permitted to use a liquid on Shabbos. And then we saw the Gemara just now brought down this very important halacha in regards to the issue of schita and in regards to the itzer of squeezing on Shabbos that if a person squeezes a liquid directly into a salad, directly on top of food, the halacha is that that is permissible because we do not look at it as if a person is squeezing liquid from a salad, which is the issue of dash. Rather, we look at it as if a person is squeezing food from food, which is not going to be a problem of dash, and therefore it is permissible to do on Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.